Today's episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real is sponsored by Casper. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com waste and using the promo code WASTE. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Just wanted to give a warm welcome to all the nerds who listened to last week's episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real, which featured Just Blaze and Phil Chang's talking about Star Wars. Yes, a movie that neither of us has ever seen. And guess what? We still haven't seen it. So, yeah, in your face. The victory is ours. Or theirs. I don't know. Whatever. Today's episode features a couple of our friends. Nick Catchtubbs and Karen Rose. Yeah, and shouts to them. They have amazing careers, which we get into. Nick happens to be the co-CEO and co-founder of Fool's Gold's Records. And Karen Rose is a celebrity bedazzler. Yeah. Uh, also designing sunglasses for people like... Katy Perry, Rihanna, Paris Hilton. Just a whole bunch of... Amazing people, yeah. including these two fools right here. Yeah, she uh, she gave us glasses for one of our shows. So shouts to them. Enjoy this episode, and here we go. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Steady Leaning, a.k.a. Didn't have my V8 juice this morning. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Go-Go Gadget Arms, a.k.a. Extendos on Extendos. Yo, what's up? It's Karen Rose Gold. Home Depot represent. Oh, that's because you're arms. <laughs> yeah, and this is Nick Ketchups, and I'm I'm just not feeling nicknamey right now. Nicknamey? Yeah, no, I, I I gotta I gotta get amped up. Like I feel like let's let's have some vegetables. Okay, and then like like maybe like in the closing segment, I'll yep. just oh. like breaking in the middle. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but okay. we should say that this is a waste of time. with this the real. How come you don't have like an actual like little you know? Sampler with the fucking buttons, like a little instant replay for the, for the bomb drop. We're only we're only twenty episodes in, so okay. we're just getting started. But we should. Are we? Are yeah. we your twentieth anniversary? You are. Yeah. Is that like? Oh what? wait, wait. Are you nineteen? It might be nineteen. I don't know. That sounds kind of hotter. So, I'll so yeah, but, yeah. Is, but is the is the is the goal eventually to have like the sort of like Mark Marin style sponsor <laughs> where you shout them out and then they pay for the air horn? Uh, we do have sponsors. Oh shit! And this week it's Casper. Shout out to them. Yes, um, we we have one. We have a Casper. It's Talk fucking about amazing. It. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it because of the advertisements on the trains? No, I hate the advertisements on the trains. They're they're like and no, I'm, you I'm, don't. I'm, 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 no, no, no. Look, 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 look. I'm I'm. Kind of inherently a sort of whimsical person. Yeah. But there's something about, like, the narrative of the cartoons that mm-hmm. bothers me. Like, I try to reason with it. I feel like, in general, when I see ads on the subway, like, I'm trying really hard not to have to, like, interact with someone. Yeah. So I'm, like, just getting deep into it. <laughs> like, what was the this company? Is true. The, the company with the shitty logo that um, made, made us really mad? Grubhub? No. Handy? Not, handy. The handy yeah, logo. And terrible terrible logo. Terrible so the, logo. The, it has, like, oh, look, we made the H and the Y and we flipped our mouths. Yeah. Like, dog. But anyway, <laughs> Casper... Uh, their subway-based print advertisement aside, which is actually, you know, classy and well-made for what it is. Sure. Just me personally, I'm kind of, you know, not feeling it. Mm-hmm. But as a mattress, yes, spot on. Oh, it's incredible. You guys yeah. can sleep through the night. We, we yeah, yeah, and it's actually, legit, we, the best mattress I've ever slept we, on. We got that via word of mouth. Yeah, actually, do you really want to know the story about how I found the Casper Please? mattress thing? I was um, Instagram lurking a guy that I used to date, and he had a post about it, and I was like, what's this? And that's why we have the Casper mattress. <laughs> 2015, guys. Um, it's what a the time real. <laughs> Let me just say, we have Karen Rosen and Nick Catchdubs here. Because this is a food podcast, we should probably say that we, um, we got a text from Karen last night saying... In you, all caps. You would prefer... 
vegetables, and so we made you some vegetables. We roasted some roasted vegetables, roasted vegetables, yeah, um, with with optional blue cheese for those of us um, who wanted it. But there's like or red lactose intolerant. That's true, right? Who can handle it? Um, <laughs> Boston lettuce topped by um, yeah, some red onions and, and some sweet potatoes. And um, is this a family recipe? Zucchini. Or did you Google? Uh, it's the Martha Stewart family recipe. Oh snap! <laughs> This is actually really quite delicious. Oh, good. Well, I'm very happy right now. Uh, good. <laughs> Thanks, Martha. You guys are, are entrepreneurs. You both have businesses that you run. Do you guys watch Shark Tank? Uh, n- no. <laughs> your, your mom bought me the socks that were on Shark Tank? That's true. What do she did. What the socks do? They're very comfortable. They're called Bomba. They're very comfortable. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they made it past, <laughs> like, you know, FUBU standards. So. <laughs> but you guys don't watch the show itself. I feel like that's- I, reality TV's TV in general just makes gives me a lot of anxiety and makes me very mad. Right, and I try when and I try to avoid things that make me mad. <laughs> we watch we watch Wahlburgers. Okay, oh, wow. and, we sure do. And, uh, <laughs> but that's reality and, and, TV and like DVDs of like Real World season one. Wow, but that's like the full spectrum of our reality. And, sure. Oh no, no, and, and Vanilla Ice Project. Oh yeah, Vanilla Ice is building a house. We're fucking with it. Like, <laughs> you're there. You're it. there. Yeah. Uno yeah. and also and Cupcake Wars and Donut Wars. On I the, wouldn't. On, I wouldn't wow, call, you go from I, zero no, no, yeah. to a lot. But right I now. wouldn't call cooking shows reality television per se. Okay, fair. fair. Yeah, yeah, and and the Vanilla Ice. You know what? There's like, um, there there there's an end result. Okay, and and a sort of non narrative, like they're they're not sort of like teasing out weird storylines of Vanilla Ice and the other guy from VIP that hammers shit for him, <laughs> like over the course of a season, like taking like weird cast aside glances and it's like, what's wrong with Billy? You know, right? You'd much rather just see if Vanilla they're not Ice trying can... to like you know stir up the there drama no, no with cahoots. the Amish. Yeah, yeah, right. no so cooking shows like. Top Chef or something? No, it's no, not reality show. No, no, because if, that if, everything has to be like self-contained. I if think, it's right? a cupcake or donut showdown, yeah, we definitely watch it. And then I say that I watch and you more tolerate. Um, Kix Brooks from Brooks and Dunn has a new show called oh, wow. Stakeout with Kix Brooks. I saw the commercials it's and it looks fire. awesome. It's so fire. What because, is that? Okay, so you're familiar with Brooks and Dunn, of course, country yeah. superstars. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like they've basically taken his tour routing of these different major American cities mm-hmm. and when he gets to Washington DC for instance he'll go to three different steakhouses usually like you know the kind of like sort of cool hotel restaurant mm-hmm. the kind of like cutty ethnic spot and then like the just sort of like this is where we cook it by the pound <laughs> like like where, where you get dared to eat the whole steak mm-hmm. yeah and so he goes to the kitchen and just sort of like, yeah, I'm here with Chef Eric. <laughs> and, and then basically narrates what's happening. Like, like all right, so you're going to put this steak up on the stove. <laughs> like, just, just very jolly and full of life. Very enthusiastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so I'm not learning anything. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> Is not. Is he learning anything? No, but that's great. Like, I, I like that no one's learning. Yeah. Sure. But we're missing the other part of Brooks and Dunn, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so it, it, when I tweeted my excitement <laughs> about this, someone else hit me and was like, "Yeah, well, if it was the other guy, they could have called it well done." Oh. I, was, I was like, "No, that's a shitty way to make a steak." And he was like, "Ah," and I was like, "No, it's, I'm sorry. I, I should have been more encouraging." Um, interestingly enough, um, who, who we, uh, we had um, 
we had little Dirk up here, and we made him hamburgers, and he wanted them really well done. Right. Because it's a thing, sort of like a lot of rappers don't trust food that might be less well, it's, than... It's, it's not, nor nor yeah. does my father. They have that in common. <laughs> I would like to, to listen to a podcast between Shlomo Weinberg and, and little Dirk. I uh, me, as would I. If you want to get Shlomo Weinberg on the podcast, we He's could available? Make, oh, we could make this happen. We know someone who knows him. Yeah, <laughs> Is true. he a Coke boy? <laughs> Um, he's he, you know what he reps fool's gold really really oh, hard. Yeah. So one of one of my favorite merch pieces uh, that that we did for fool's gold was the logo in different languages. Mm-hmm. And so we did one that says fool's gold in uh, Hebrew. You have one that says it in Arabic. You know, just, just bring bring people together. Very inclusive, but, sure. But uh, or it's just a shout to the Chromio guys. You know, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, but that's the thing. It's like it, it, taking that. Sort of kinship, yes, and bringing it to you know high quality merchandise, yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so, so available so, now. So Shlomo is a big fan of the both Hebrew and regular logo. Fool's gold. His merch. his Facebook. Wait, what do you mean regular? <laughs> <laughs> the, the classic, the OG. <laughs> yeah, his his uh, Facebook profile is him in a pair of my glasses at, at the kitchen counter in my parents' house. It's him in a pair of my glasses wearing the gray. Fool's gold uh, crew neck sweatshirt. That's pretty dope. It's pretty. It's pretty. It should be said. It's sort of Drake's dad level swag. (laughs) No one has. Well, I mean, am I Drake? Does that make me Drake? Mm -hmm. I was going to say nobody has a better mustache than your father, but Drake's father has a great mustache as well. Now that's a pairing. (laughs) (laughs) We should really work on that. Make make um, some calls, boys. Make I know. Yeah, I feel, yeah, we no, could do like but, interview but, magazine. But seriously, though, like I feel like a Drake's dad podcast would do numbers. Drake's father has like zero sort of um, couth. It, maybe, but that makes it better. Yeah. Look, I mean, Gunplay and Fat Trail have zero couth. <laughs> I feel like whoever is is sort of presenting themselves as like Drake's dad's publicist <laughs> is probably a joy to work with. My favorite Fool's Gold shirt was when you had French Montana come to Fool's Gold Day Off. Uh, the first time, which I believe was shut down by the police, but was that the city winery one? It was yeah. city winery, yeah. mm. and it was a jersey, and on the back it said Fanute, which mm-hmm. is pretty amazing. Did you work with them at all beforehand, or was that sort of a surprise? No, I, it was a surprise. That it was shut down by police. No, no, no. no. I mean, did you did, <laughs> did you work with the him? cops? <laughs> did you work with him for, with the Fanute idea? Or did yeah, they I know mean, there would be sort of coke the boys. Thing, the thing with um, the artist specific merch is. Nine times out of ten, it's the kind of thing that we could probably just do it and call it a day, but that's not how we roll necessarily. Yeah. And so it's the kind of thing where, you know, if we have an idea, we'll run it past the artist and their mm-hmm. manager. And, you know, I, I think that, that French and, 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 and the Coke Boys team in particular understands kind of the the different uh, prongs of his appeal, if you sure. will. And Fanute is is certainly one of them. So it's cool. I mean, it was like at the time, you know, he wasn't like super hit single French Montana. He wasn't, you know, like Kardashian affiliate French Montana. I don't even know if Julius, his monkey, right, was, was in was the around? picture no, yet. Probably no, probably not. not. You know, this so like Chopper Down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like so it's like if you were into he was those bubbling. mixtapes. Yeah. You know, the, the Fanute t-shirt speaks If you, to you. lived in the tri-state area, <laughs> you knew who French Montana was. Can you talk about uh, the deal with the Rough Riders, getting, yeah. getting those t-shirts made? So every time we, we have an artist, especially at Day Off, perform, we try to do some kind of cool tie-in shirt. And um, for the Rough Riders one, we actually did it 
because the locks were performing. And we showed it to them, and they were like, yeah, you know, like, we're, 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 we're still down with them, but, like, we're really more like D-Block now. And it was like, ah, oh, shit, but this is a great shirt. So we, we ended up contacting um, – we ended up contacting them, and they were like, "Oh yeah, no, no, it's cool." But but can Lil Wah perform? <laughs> who is who is the 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 the, the prince sure. of Rough Riders two K fourteen? Yep. Um, and so that was cool because like he performed, and it's like th- those sort of opening slots. I feel like are 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 very based. You know, like I, I feel like we try out things there that like when we do the the retrospective book, people will look mm-hmm. back and be like, "Oh man, these are really like some insane humans." <laughs> But you know it, it it's done with a sense of fun. But but Lil Wah, who's like an actual like pre-teen. little little person, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like he comes and he performs, but he has like like instead of the Rough Riders motorcycle team with him, he has like the Rough Riders like bicycle team, yeah, with him. And then everybody just hung out for the rest of the day. And, and just sort of like is doing like bike tricks, and, but they're still <laughs> all in like Rough Riders like leather cuts. Totally. Like, you know, also, le- I, I will I will take this moment to say that I I love how one of the times that I can always count on everybody in this room mm-hmm. being together is backstage at these Fool's Gold shows. Yeah, yeah. Which you is know? always honestly the best part of the summer. Um, this year was really cool because Miss Info brought her. Four month old at the time, yes, with giant like noise canceling headphones. Yeah, backstage, and which he is did awesome. not give a fuck. <laughs> I like that. But ASAP Ferg was so wonderful with Max, mm-hmm. and uh, ASAP Ferg, who was someone who was a last minute sort of, yeah, he just like sort of showed yeah, up. Yeah, no, up. I mean the, the the special guest stuff is always cool because you, you never know who's actually going to make it there. You know what I mean? Like it, it started out as a thing where it's like we literally didn't know who was going to show up. So it's like, shit, well, I don't feel comfortable putting this person on the flyer. But, you know, you get here like, yeah, yeah, yeah bring a USB, you know. Um, but it's, it's funny that you say that because I feel like as much of a hit as Ferg was himself, his, uh, his hoverboard, his, yes. his, his scooter w- was also – a, Amazing. A, a champion. A Amazing. I actually saw a kid in your building. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that. Okay. <laughs> so for the past three days, there's been like a 12 year old boy with who has been Wait, just going upstairs. No, when we were waiting for the elevator. Yeah. Oh, he just like goes back that? and forth between like in our lobby yeah. with, and, with, with a helmet. On. He has a helmet with on. With a helmet. Yep. I've yeah. never seen Yo, that's someone so ride fire. that scooter yeah. with the helmet. I definitely saw on the walking home yesterday in Madison Square Park, which is like. The yuppiest of all parks in Manhattan. There were four, uh, four people on hoverboards. One in, like behind the other, and like in just, just. Rolling. It was a hover it was parade. Like a, yeah. yeah, like a duck boat. I'm surprised yeah. no one's asked you to like ice one out. Uh, yeah, um, have they? Call me. No, that would be amazing. I would. That would have been my opener. Like we've, guys, we've, we've had so many just sort of like glorious bedazzled items in the apartment. <laughs> and the funny thing is that is that. Karen won't tell me what they're for necessarily, be, as <laughs> so as I, not to I'm jinx super it. Stitches, yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you like how just insane that is. So at my old apartment, I feel like we had kind of just started. Well, dating. you moved in like four months after we started. Timeline aside, yeah. at, <laughs> at, at, at my old apartment, um, there is this Phantom of the Opera mask, yeah. covered in in black stones jet beautiful jet hematite crystals if i may be specific <laughs> so i'm looking at this and i was like oh man this, this is kind of fire like you know someone's someone's getting that phantom of the opera mask you know and and i'm 
not thinking to myself necessarily like, yeah, you know, let me do it for the gram. Like, you know, <laughs> let, me, let me get some photos. Because just in general, it's only been recently that I've been kind of more like gung ho about like, yes, I need a picture of myself doing this. But for whatever reason, did not take a picture and, with and, this mask. And let me let me interject and say that this was also at a time when I was basically just bedazzling like boots for lady gaga so yep. there was just a lot of gaga bedazzling that had been coming through yep. at that time you kind and of take it for granted like oh yeah this will, this will be on the ellen show or something <laughs> yeah so so, so i'm not thinking twice about uh, this phantom of the opera mask do, do, i will say though I, I knew what it was i knew what it was potentially for and i was like when this is done you should take a photo and he's like oh, okay whatever like sure <laughs> fast forward a couple months oh, and it's the yeah. cover of the fucking r kelly yeah. album yeah. <laughs> r kelly wearing it with a model over his knee being played like a violin. I believe yes. the album like, is like black, a cello. black Panties? Yes, is that yes, right? yes. The cover, um, I, I bedazzled R. Kelly's face for the cover of the Black Panties which album. Which is amazing. I Thank think you. there were only <laughs> two endings that I would have been happy with. One would have been the R. Kelly album and two would have been if slow down from yes! uh, <laughs> I knew you were I knew you were setting it up yeah. for slow down. <laughs> From the St. Lunatics. Have any St. Lunatics ever been on the show? No. Uh, not yet. No. I'm not, yeah, Eric is saying, you know, like, you know. Well, no, we used to have so we used to have management, actually, that represented uh, Nelly. Um, and so that could have been a, a possible thing. Actually, Eric and I took a meeting one time with a record label, and they thought that we were, like, working with Nelly or something. Like, they took the meeting because they were like, oh, like, these guys are working with Nelly. And it's like, oh, no, no, they have the same management as, as in, Nelly. As in, they came to the lobby and they were like, with Nelly? And we're like... No, no, not at all. Yeah, and they like, were... can you imagine like what was going through that girl's head when she came to get out and she's like, ah, hmm. I know. <laughs> Speaking of record labels and and more to where we started from, can we talk about internships for a little bit. Do I remember correctly that you interned at a at a record label? I worked when I was in college. I was a, a I was an actual employee. I was a, an employee an employee um, a twenty hour a week employee at Sony. At the 550 Madison building yes. as a college marketing. I did college marketing for New York. And then, so that was 2001 to 2003. And then I went over to UMVD, yep. which is Universal Music and Video Distribution, um, from 2003 to 2005. So I um, I spent my college years there. I also interned in 2005 at Complex Magazine. Did you really? I did. I interned at Paper Magazine. Do you have Magazine. equity? <laughs> oh, <laughs> if only. So you were, uh, the Complex was on 23rd at that time? Next, um, next to the Home Depot, yes, yeah, Com- it, which yeah. would be the uh, mo- like big. The movie was shot there. Do you guys know that? That the, was the, the toy, toy store. store or the toy um, uh, company. Yeah, oh, wow. was based there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Interiors and exteriors, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Complex is now in the time. I, I just building. got butter on your your mic. That's all right. I'm sorry about that. It's look. It's a, it's a it's an experience podcast, guys. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, so okay, when you were interning for Complex or when you were working for Sony. Mm-hmm. Did you did you get anything out of that? First of all, I was obsessed with with I've always been obsessed with music. I went, you know, I I I went I saw all the concerts. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um so, you know, getting paid a salary and exp- I mean, uh, you know, part-time salary and expenses and then getting like, you know, they're like, "Oh, hey, here's 10 tickets to this show." Or like, "You have to go to this show." And then meeting other people at other record labels and being like, oh, "I'll trade you this CD for that CD." Or like, "What about this ticket for that ticket?" So, just from like a from a very superficial standpoint, it was amazing. Yeah. Um and like even, you know, the people I'm still friendly with 
or and on great terms with like the security at Irving Plaza. So they are just like, <laughs> if you want to come to something, just let us know two days in advance so we can put you on the list. That's awesome. Um, once, once we walked up and we went to go see Adam Ant, though, that was great. <laughs> that was that was great. Cool. <laughs> yeah, the, the crowd at Adam Ant is. Extra. You <laughs> is it like old people? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. I didn't know if it <laughs> it's was like only old people. I yeah. didn't know if it was like a bunch of like, yeah. you know, kids dressing up like Napoleon. You know what? I, I feel like he doesn't really translate to uh, to the millennials, that Adam Ant. I don't know, because nostalgia the way it works, you know, every twenty years you'll they'll come back. Okay. That's true. That's fair. So you, so you, you could have use... like a bunch of like ten year olds, you know, in <laughs> Baroque costume. Whatchamacallit? Um That would have guys... been me actually. <laughs> Did you guys intern at Places of note? Well, you had a real internship. I did have a real internship. I interned for a music video um, commercial and documentary production company in New York called Notorious. Among other things that they did, um, Capturing the Freedmans, the, oh, the documentary. Capturing the Freedmans, that happened uh, town the town next to mine. <laughs> Just, I, that's you know. terrifying. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I worked on that film. I was a part of different music videos for Backstreet Boys, Slipknot. Um, oh my god, these are like two of my favorite things. Uh, and 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 Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Don't really care. That's not a favorite thing. But Ty- <laughs> but but it was directed by Hype Williams and uh, his assistant back then was Little X, now Director X. He was in the edit. It was just four people in the edit. It was the editor, Little X, Tyra Banks, and myself because Tyra was featured on the hook of the song. You remember K O B E I L O V E U. You all remember. He says. You all remember. <laughs> but the funny thing was that Tyra had just come back from that video shoot where Kobe met his soon-to-be wife Vanessa, and she was like, "This girl is going to be problems." And guess what? It was. And, <laughs> and like I'm, you know, me and the editor and and Little X are the only people who know this at this point, and. You know, she saw the future, so that was pretty amazing. Um, so is she I a, wait. So is Tyra Banks an actual prophet? Is that yes, what you're trying to tell she, us? Yes. Yeah. Very clairvoyant. She can always predict who's going to be America's next top model. <laughs> <laughs> but she was awesome, by the way. She showed up in like sweats and was nice to me, like a little intern, like you know. And, and... I, I feel like that's important. You know, like it, the 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 just kind of like basic manners sure. of life. I, I feel like it's just one of those things where you know the. Uh, the idea of success is kind of, you know, the, like the, the sort of like unapologetic, like visionary. Like, ah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, uh, we're making art here, damn it. <laughs> you know, not cupcakes. <laughs> you know, but, but the people who have, you know, careers and can reinvent themselves and kind of do other things like th- to a person. Yeah. Everybody says, oh, yeah, that, that, that guy's nice. Yeah. That, that, that lady's nice. No, and yeah. I think it does come around. That brings me to sort of like where we are now, which is that. Look, Jeff and I are – we have our own business, right? And we're, we're – Do you have interns? Well, we did. We did once. Okay. But it was like – The circle the, of life. Yeah. 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 No, the kid like – it was a family friend and he was like uh, from Greenwich High School. Mm-hmm. And we didn't ask him to do much or anything because well, the thing is that he didn't know at all. Like we didn't have anything for him to do and, and – This was a situation where, where at Greenwich High – Every he, senior um, is like asked – if they want to, like, you know, volunteer basically at a place. You can graduate early, like a month early, and intern. Like, last, like May is spent just at whatever internship. And he was like, do you guys have anything like that? And we're like, I, we could. And this is what we're doing sketches every Monday or whatever, right? And so we're just, it's two idiots and a camera. And this kid comes down and totally slows up the whole process because all he does is, just, like, we feel like we had to, like, babysit him. We were, we were like, teaching him about Tumblr. We were teaching him about hip-hop. Like, we took, like, this... This parental role where we just should have been like, hey, kid, go get us, like, props downtown. Yeah. But then meanwhile, his parents were like, 
oh, we don't actually want him, like, traveling on the subway by himself. So, like, it was just a waste of time. <laughs> so, like, we all took a trip down to the Lower East Side to look at Daishikis, right? Like, yeah, was, like, we I, were all interning for ourselves. Like, it was yeah. the three of us. I taught an intern that I used to babysit for how to use the subway. Appreciate but see, that. both of you guys have businesses where I feel like an intern would really, like, matter. Flourish. Yeah. Sure. You know, and, it it really, and much sort of what you guys were, were sort of t- talked about, like, it depends on, I've had interns where it's like, oh, you're just going to cause me problems. And they have not lasted long. And then I've had interns where it's like, like this is why in, this this is why I intern right. like you, you, all the time so that you, this is this is my karmic retribution. <laughs> thing. You get you get out of it what you put into it for sure. And it's like if you're a dope person, you were dope when you were ten. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's it's not like this. That spells this trouble thing. for me. <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's true. I'm sure you guys were were hilarious. You know, second graders. Like yeah, but fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. It's, and and so so I think that it's the kind of thing where it's like you're always going to learn stuff. But you know, the people who are good interns and the people that are good employees and the people that are good just in general to work with, you kind of know it from day one. Like maybe there's a little bit of a learning curve, like a kind of like come out of your shell period. But it's not like somebody like just you know flicks a switch. Sure. Um, it, I never like for real interned anywhere when I was a, when I was a freshman. I was lucky. I was I was like a, a kind of street team person for what at the time was Maverick Whoa, Records. Really? And it, it was really funny you were putting because putting up Madonna posters. No, but not even like uh, William Orbit solo album. Wow, wow! Um, and like they would still press up like promo singles. Like it was <laughs> it was ninety nine. It was a crazy yeah. time. Uh, and I think that like the peak of me doing something was they just put out Muse's first album. And yep. so the guy who was in charge of of, of the intern slash street team, whatever, he was like, yeah, we, we we have Muse opening up for Foo Fighters and Red Hot Chili Peppers on tour um, in, in these college towns. And we need someone to go and basically, like, set up these Muse meet and greets for contest winners. Whoa. And he was like, well, do you want to do it at Penn or do you want to do it at Penn State? <laughs> and I was, and I'm thinking like they're both kind of like in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I picked the one that's like almost in Ohio, <laughs> and 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 we drove there, and it was a very sort happy of, valley. It yeah. was it was their first state college. It was their first Muse's first time kind of being in the states, and they were really freaked out by the fact that like the college students that won tickets on on the the college radio didn't know them or didn't know anything about them and just wanted to ask like is is Dave Grohl cool <laughs> did, did you ever meet Dave Grohl and and so it it was it was it was a uh, a deeply strange experience yeah. but it wasn't enough to turn me off from being like an intern in in these situations did it turn them off from america <laughs> no, well i mean now they're just like regular ass you know arena they're, they're rockers a bunch of dave grohl's you yeah, know what yeah. i mean like the, clearly the student has been the teacher <laughs> but the the thing for me that kind of killed it was um I remember going up to the office to actually meet these people that had been sending me like posters and giving me like weird tasks and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you know, wh- what are you doing? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in college. What are you going to college for? And this was before NYU had the Clive Davis school, school which yeah. e- everyone's yeah. told me it's actually really awesome. Yeah. But they had kind of like a sort of vague music, music business program. And so I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm thinking of majoring in music business. And he just laughed like <laughs> the most like cigar smoking, <laughs> oh like just 
completely rethink your life laugh. And I was like, all right, well, I don't need to go to school for this. And he was, he was like, he was like the worst thing you could spend your money on. <laughs> no one here knows what they're doing. And, and, and he, he was correct, uh, literally correct. But as a result of that, it kind of like made me shook of internships in a way. And I never... Uh, I never took another one. Like it's from that moment, I just had like just paid yeah. jobs. And weirdly, as an adult now, I'm sort of like, "Fuck, I don't, I don't really have a mentor." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I I'm, do know that. I'm, I'm, I'm a grown person and relatively have my shit together. But at the same time, you can benefit from like someone who can open your mind up in a different way and like sure. give you pointers and give you encouragement. You know, even when you don't necessarily know that you need it or you want to ask for it, like it, it's useful. I feel like everybody kind of needs that. And and now, as I'm sort of like in a period of my life where I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like I should probably like try and hit up some mentors. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like I I feel like if I was more of an active intern and just kind of had more of that sort of early socialization, I'd be more apt to do it. Like I, I, I wait, I can I can count I can counter that as as someone who. I so in call I went to NYU full time. Mm-hmm. I go had, violets. Woo! I had a part time job at a gay gym. Mm-hmm. I had the part time job at the record label. Yep. Um, and I interned at I interned at Cosmo Girl magazine, Paper magazine, Jeez. Complex magazine, um, Heatherette, the now defunct clothing line. Um, I feel like there was probably one or two more internships in there. Didn't get a single no mentors. Out of that, whatsoever. but you have, you have a mentor now. I as got an adult. yeah, and I found. I mean, I've I've found I've received I've gotten adult mentors like in the last year from the Sesame Workshop. Uh, no, th- no, I I do have a I do have an older Muppet brother though <laughs> now. Um, who's who? Dro- Wait, say that again. So yeah, okay, so <laughs> so um so when I I was introduced through uh it's through so our friend phil chang who i feel yes. like kind of brought all all of us together in yes. except for you and i we we have a we have a lovely long history um which i'll get to later is that if that's okay is that okay <laughs> you're carrying your own story oh, oh my god stop. <laughs> tell very long-winded stories it's a horrible habit um i was connected to the people at sesame workshop and the um basically the the head of creative over there this lovely 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 um man named lewis he's such a joy and he's such a wonderful person he uh he's in charge of like all of the photo shoot he draws all of the muppets that wind up on like every product what's and all the sesame muppets rather on all the products that come out ever he drew he hand illustrated what then went on to become the super grover balloon in the thanksgiving day parade That's like, awesome. yeah and so he's the, like the tyra banks <laughs> uh, <laughs> of yeah so like you know when nick nick went to japan for the first time and brought me back an ex-girl towel that has cookie monster on and after meeting lewis I was like, hey, and and, and Lewis's favorite monster, uh, Muppet is Cookie Monster, and I was like, hey, forgot to show you this photo. So great meeting you. And he writes this lovely email back, but the first two lines are in all caps. Oh my god, I drew that. <laughs> and it's like, holy fuck, side, awesome. sidebar. Crazy. Uh, Cookie Monster uh, blew the shofar for Yom Kippur. At, wow. Where? Yeah. Uh, on the, on this this or Sesame Street general, Twitter yeah. account, which is oh. fucking. Off the chain. Oh, the se- Sesame. Whoever does Sesame Street social media, and I, the, he, the, when when I've been to the office, he hasn't been there because I've like very, I've been very vocal. I have, about I have to give them so much props because they understand 
all of the tenets of like how to be a successful corporate social media account, yeah. but also all of the things about the Muppets and the personality. And it's like it's true to Muppets in a way that that fucking new show is, is not. not. Yeah. Oh my god! It's, On ABC. Oh my god! It's horrible. Wait, well, but back to just like social media community managers. Um, I respect any community manager that does not make, like, Fetty Wap jokes, that doesn't do, like, <laughs> anything that's, like, a trending topic. Right. Elmo's you, on fleek! Well, yeah. yeah. Do you think that, do you think that they, that the, that the... Technically, Bert would be on fleek. He would be on fleek. Very true. <laughs> yeah. That's a thinker, that's a thinker. Do you think that the Muppets people or Sesame Street on the whole like all those sort of, like, re-edits of old... Muppet footage to like, like to rap Annie songs up or whatever. Yeah, to Annie up or I whatever. No, I mean, I think that I the, they do. The, the way that Sesame Street over the years already dealt with popular culture was exactly the level of integration that there needed to be there. Hmm. Like, if you go on YouTube and you watch uh, Big Bird going to the disco, mm-hmm. it's like we have done recently, by <laughs> the way. It's and, and actually, the, they had like legit. Disco people do those records, like the pinball song, like that's Larry Levon. You know what I mean? Like the the the, the Muppets have always been part of popular culture, like having Debbie Harry sure. and all this. Oh, the, of like the original the original Muppet the show was like five of the best years of television. And by the way, I would like to for anybody who's confused right now, the there's Sesame Street, which is a nonprofit organization, and the Muppets, which used to be, which all were started and founded by Jim Henson, but the Muppets that are in the movies and selling Lipton tea and all of that shit are now owned or have been for um, a long time owned by Disney. Yeah. So that's a better question. Like if you work for children's television workshop, yeah. are you psyched that Kermit is a black meme? Yeah. Like, like, like where does that fall <laughs> on the sort of like, you know, like I'm sure that there's probably like just, you know, tea gifts <laughs> that are bumming you out for sure. But then there's probably other ones that are hilarious. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? I think it's a bit of a judgment call. It's like pornography. You know it when you see it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pornography, I think that, <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, Sesame Street does a lot of like uh, parodies in the same way that now porn does, where it's like, oh, like it's but a But Sesame Street has always been record. doing... But not in the same... Like, now like, it's like I, everything I like is the, a parody. The, the porn parodies, though... The, Two things. One is the fact that they have to say this ain't Thirty Rock, like just <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for sort of like not getting sued purposes. Yeah. But then the the whole like the 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 Simpsons and Avatar parodies where everyone's in body paint, right? And it's it's terrifying. How it's do you know really, about this? Really dark. How do you not know about this? <laughs> <laughs> I will. Well, Muppets actually had uh, or Sesame Street. Did a really incredible, and this is one of the reasons why, like, I've always loved the Muppets is because they are able to really touch. They're able; everybody's able to find it amusing. Um, they did an incredible parody called "The Real Houseplants of New York," mm-hmm. and the whole thing is that, like, they're they're all like, "I haven't drank water, and I'm so thirsty," <laughs> and and then like. Some face, some faceless wife beating, like wife beater wearing, not wife beating Jesus. Some wife, <laughs> some like wife beater wearing muscle dude that's just shot from like the neck to the you know to like 
mid thigh just starts watering these plants <laughs> and it's incredible and it was on That's sesame street and you're like yo this is so dope and now you watch the new the new muppet show was was written by people who have no who who don't know anything about the muppets like if you know anything about the muppets you would never write that show by the way the porn parody of uh real housewives is exactly the same <laughs> oh, okay yeah i feel like there's also a muppet porn parody but i refuse to even acknowledge it yeah, yeah no i, I it's feel probably, like it's like some girl yeah, in like would... a piggy mask no. <laughs> like, well, I, can't. I feel like Gonzo you would... is definitely involved <laughs> oh, of course geez. you you would throw your computer out of the window if, i was if, <laughs> like if someone forwarded that to you it would it, it would be like i would still be crying yeah yeah traumatic yeah, it, would, it would be really it would be really traumatic hull up 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 bum 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 yeah I love these Casper mattress, bump, bump, bump. Whether you're Big Sean size, whether you're Nicki Minaj size, we are starting a mattress revolution right now. Take your mattress, throw it out the window, throw it out the door, put it on the street. It's time to go get yourself a Casper. Yes, mattresses for too long have been too expensive. They do not have the right sink. They do not have the right bounds. But now, Casper brings two technologies, latex foam and memory foam, together for better nights and brighter days. These Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered at shockingly fair prices. So why don't you try sleeping on a Casper mattress for 100 days? They will give you free delivery and painless returns, risk-free trial, and return policy. Here's the thing that everybody should know. It's $500 for twin-size mattresses and $950 for king-size mattresses. If you compare that to anyone else in the industry... That's an outstanding difference. These mattresses are made in America also. So, you know, support your country. Make America great again. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com waste and using the promo code waste. W-A-S-T-E. Terms and conditions apply. Shout out to Casper. Shout out to Nick and Karen. And let's get back to this episode now, our mom, who's a, a Jewish woman, mine too, delighted in in the Pope, every every part of it. Yeah. Like I got there was so a special, many emails. There about was a special channel on on Time Warner dedicated to like twenty four hour coverage of the Pope. Mom was watching that basically twenty four hours a day, and she would email and just be like. This is amazing. Our brother Dan works at the garden, and so you know, sh- just the fact that Dan would be in the building during a shout mass out to was, Dan, Dan yeah. in the building. Okay, actually, let me let me use this as a sidebar. So, people who know you guys, yes, mm-hmm. but also know your brother Dan, yeah, is it like fans of the Jonas brother who knew that they had another the bonus Jonas, the bonus, bonus Jonas? Jonas. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you're like, if you're, a, it's the real completist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I feel like the Dan sighting. Oh, we have a few a, a few way. good stories. Um, I get very excited whenever I see Dan. Well, uh, number one, at uh, Jeff and I had uh, a couple of shows last week that we called the Yolono Tour. Two shows when when Jeff and I were playfully breaking up the band on stage. Someone in the back, I believe it was Karen. That is correct. <laughs> shouted out, replace him with Dan. No, no, I didn't shout replace him with Dan. I, shout, I shouted, I love you, Dan. Oh, I love you, Dan. All right. Well, it got lost in translation, but still, same you message. I said replace him with Dan? Yeah, 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 which I'm, is pretty awesome. That I don't is pretty awesome. Yeah, 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 I mean, like, I, that's exactly what I said, yes. <laughs> in terms of, like, what's the better joke? Um, <laughs> we had... Uh, Dave Maklovich, uh, better known as Dave One from Chromio here, in the middle of the podcast, Dan came home from work, and Dave was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
he like couldn't comprehend it. And the best was that Dan just sat down on the chair like right across from him. Oh wait, were you all like suited up from work? Suited up, amazing. The whole thing, yeah. And it, Dave couldn't like handle. It. He was like, "This is amazing." And we just kept it in. We're like, "Why edit that out?" It's the best part of the podcast. Um, there was also okay. So Dan used to work for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, five years ago. Five years ago. Mm-hmm. And he would come home every once in a while. And, like, Eric and Dan and I would walk around the city. And one time we're walking down, um, I think, like, Houston or something. Yeah. And somebody, like, recognizes us. Because, like, at that time, Eric and I were still doing weekly videos. And this guy recognizes us. And Dan's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You guys get, you guys get recognized. Mm-hmm. And then about an hour later, we get recognized again on the Upper West Side. And he's like, did you guys, like plant these people like <laughs> like i don't like what but i think that same trip um you and dan i didn't go you went to like a two dope boys event mm-hmm. and miss info was there and she walks up to jeff and says hi and walks up to dan and is like something's different <laughs> legit thought that dan was me so yeah it does happen a bunch um dan was dan was recognized in an airport um in where was it Detroit and someone's like Are you related to it's the real yeah which is which is pretty neat also um, Dan used to get uh, uh, resumes at um, the Yankees at yeah the Yankees where people would be like oh my god like I'm a huge it's the real fan like can I get a job and Dan would be like shred <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Pope yes yeah, yeah, yeah but back to the Pope um, our mom took this like crazy interest in the Pope and now by the way I think because the Pope is left she's taken an interest in water on Mars um, <laughs> <laughs> which you got an email about <laughs> See Which the only the only Pope emails I got from my mom. My mom works uh, at, for the Visiting Nurse Service of New York. Yeah, um, and so she she gets all of the like citywide alert emails. So my dad and I just got all of the emails about like how traffic was going to be disrupted. <laughs> we got two like one on Thursday or whatever, and then one on yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You can walk from your home to your your workplace, right? Uh, so heck yes. So traffic I was fine. Would... <laughs> I was on, and... Wait, did you say heck because you were afraid to say hell talking about the Pope? The Pope, yeah. Oh, I was that Freudian? <laughs> I don't know. Jeez, jeez, Karen. Double ho- hockey stick. <laughs> right? Double hockey yeah. stick. Yeah. <laughs> Did your parents get into it? Like, was this a a thing beyond sort of a New York thing? Karen has a much more up to the minute relationship with her parents. Okay. I, 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 I love my parents. Yeah. I, I don't talk to them multiple times per day. Okay, so I'm not aware. I, I thought everybody talked <laughs> to their parents not, multiple times. I'm not a day. aware of of their. Uh, level of interest in 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 the, the apocalypse, but um, for, for me, I wanted to see the sort of the bootleg merch, yeah, like mm-hmm. just the 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 sort of stuff outside of Madison Square Garden. I would like to point out that this is this is Nick's feeling about almost everything at oh, all. Oh yeah, yeah. So like this this summer, I got really into Minions. Sure. Yeah. I just there's just some, I've seen you this summer. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm just I, I fuck Wait, with He's never heavy. seen the movie, but he no, loves Minions. I'm, I'm kind of worried because like I don't but I don't you think do it's possible. Voice. I don't think it's possible for me to hate the movie. Like I feel like I'm gonna it's gonna be like seeing the greatest. Oh, film it's like meeting ever. your idols. Yeah. Yeah. But so but I'm I'm a little nervous of it. But all that aside, yeah. like I, there's just something about the minions, like the just all the marking. <laughs> I, it it makes me like like an actual child. Yeah. Yes. But that said, 
I am also an actual adult, so in in my eBay minion searches, it's really just for like the ill bootleg minions. Yeah, like just to sort of like, man, I bet you like there's some fucking fire Mexican minions. Oh my god! And actually, I found this really amazing fan on eBay, like this USB powered fan oh. that's just like th- this minion screaming, and it's got <laughs> some sort of like you know indiscriminate Asian text in it. And I was like, yes, all right. I got a really good bootleg. Um, the Homer? Yeah, bootleg Mexican Homer okay. that's been made with, like, Sculpey clay to look like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I I like just sort of, like, bootleg merch in general, and I feel like the bootleg Pope gear, yep. it, it's it's something that's, that's, that's gonna, it's gonna translate. I read this article in the New York Times about how in Iran, they have uh, these families who are just like, I want to start my own fast food restaurant and I'm going to name it McDonald's and I'm going to have Ronald McDonald there and I'm going to have the actual like M. It's not like McDowell's from Coming yeah. to America. It's legit Straight up. just taking it <laughs> and they're like, who's going to stop me? And yeah, they, that's they kind care. of amazing. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and there's a whole bunch of different, different chains but just owned by one family at a time and they represent for American culture. Serve yeah. up hamburgers and the whole thing. This I, is exactly what Donald Trump is talking about. <laughs> Make America I, great I feel, again. I feel, like, I feel like the sort of like McDonald's Donald's in Iran is good fodder for like a George Clooney movie. Oh, you know what I mean? Like for some time in the future, like George Clooney and or Sandra Bullock. Yeah, like just just somebody be like, yeah, Gravity? you know, it's like it's a it's a it's it's a it's a fun romp, but also political. <laughs> Do you think Clooney would play? Um... The Iranian, you know, yeah. owner and yeah. <laughs> Clooney going full method as the, as the Iranian entrepreneur. Sandra Bullock Wait, is the oh, representative who comes over from McDonald's to stop it. Yeah, and, exactly, and they fall exactly. in they love. They fall in love. Yep, yeah, I like it. And do we get equity in this? Yes, yes. yes. Okay, great. And there should be a, there should be a bunch of Muppets running the the whole restaurant like Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, oh it should just be all like the Rizzo's rats. and Pepe. Yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing. Someone needs to just pay us as as the writing room. I know. I think I'm high. <laughs> or just listening to people who are high. Well, welcome. <laughs> this is our life all the time. Meanwhile, Jeff and I will just like walk around the city and be like, we'll come up with like stupid ideas for Fat Trell or like. Um, right. Like traumatic. So mm-hmm. instead of, you know, traumatic, we'll put traumatic. And then we'll be like, well, Eric and I will walk over to Atlantic Records and be like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, we tell them that. It's so great. We like knock on people's doors. We're just like, we were, we were in a meeting the other day. Um, we were just about to leave and we were with five uh, different people from Atlantic's publicity department. And I just go, Taylor Day. And I go, do with that what no, you will. Yeah, Taylor Day Parade. Taylor Day Parade, yeah. 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 And they were just like, is that for Taylor Swift? I'm like, no, morons. It's for like, <laughs> Taylor Gang, which is inside this building. You like work with it. You're like so rationally mad about it I'll, that you like start curious, like hitting yeah. things off people's desks. <laughs> you're just like, no, it's Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but it, it, it's funny that you say that because, you know, not to sort of like cast aspersions about how anybody does their job, but I think that there's a difference between being like an actual fan Mm-hmm. And someone who kind of is in an office making decisions on what said fans will like. Right. right you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, plus they're just genius ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, actually, Karen, any pun is a good pun. You never worked directly with Fred Durst, right? 
Oh, I wish. No, I was just a huge. I was a very big Limp Bizkit fan right. in high school. <laughs> just I, I was in the video. I was. I was. I was an extra in the Nookie video. I With went the red hats. Well, you weren't just an extra. I, no, I didn't. I didn't wear. I was not a red hat wearing oh, gotcha. extra. I was a. I was a plebeian crowd extra ah. oh wow i feel like was that disappointing did you think well, i was a red hat extra? i did i did like i think there's levels i think like if you were if you were like a bleach bond m&m person in that or if you wore like a backwards red hat in that yeah. limp biscuit video right no i was i was Nookie just a crowd i was an that's eight, a that's I was a moment in time year old like Coming in from Long Island to like Bumblefuck Queens. <laughs> I have a scrapbook at home actually of all of my high school concerts, most of which, almost all of which were new metal and third wave ska. Wow. And wow. so third I have. Third wave ska. Third wave, yeah. Like, like what bands? Like my first concert Big ever. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. I, no, no that, I never saw that's them. Swing. That's Swing. That's, that's Swing. swing. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Ska is like Save um, <laughs> Ferris. Save Ferris. I, I okay. never saw Save Ferris. My first concert ever was. In the parking lot of a Long Island Sam Ash, it was a show put on by radio station WLIR. Oh my god! And it was called. It was the first annual Scalloween. Oh my god! And it god. was like it was like Edna's Goldfish Mustard Plug. Mustard and, Plug. Yeah, and yeah. Real Big Fish. Wait, yeah. who played at the second annual uh, Scalloween? I I have I have that ticket at my apartment, and I can let I can let you know. Along uh, with many Limp Biscuit tickets. Um, a few yeah. yeah, a few Limp Biscuit tickets. Um, your I went to see your friend. Mike play in Lincoln Park, Nick. Yeah, um, Mike I have Shinoda. 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 Yep. I like that guy. Oh yeah, I, I saw him. I saw them open for Seven Dust at like wow. Roseland or something. Or um, what's the one on Thirty Fourth Street? The other oh, venue, uh, Hammerstein. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, yeah, I, I, one of the two, and um, and Chester, the the white sure. one with the yeah. glasses. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, at the time he had no glasses, <laughs> sticky up pink hair, and was wearing like some sort of baggy cargo jean. And an I Love New York t-shirt. Oh, so he was looking dope. So, oh my God, I thought he was so hot. Uh, speaking of, of good, bad ideas that have <laughs> nowhere to go, um, I always wanted to suggest to the Roots for the sort of walk-on music that they do for Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. If uh, Chris Nolan ever goes <laughs> to do an interview for a film, they can play Linkin Park Rollin', but change the lyrics to Chris Nolan, Nolan, <laughs> Nolan, Nolan. It's a, that's a Limp Bizkit song, not a Linkin Park song. Yeah. Well, I, I, you said, I, I switched them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Freudian. <laughs> I think if we were to ever go on on Fallon, there's only like one option, right? It has to be... It's the real yeah. shit that make you feel shit. Jumping yeah, it has to be that, right? Really? I think so. No, or, I actually, would do or you could do... Or you could do... Um, it's the real and you know, clap your hands. Yeah. It's the real and you know, clap <laughs> your hands. You're not going to shoot for a pun? I feel like that's the, the, Hold the on. best... <laughs> I would shoot for a million yeah, puns. No, the, <laughs> yeah, no, the, the best thing about those is when it kind of marries a super... Not even a super obscure reference, but most people don't know shit about shit. So to have right. something <laughs> that isn't like Billboard top 40 song mixed with kind of like a pun that's 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 reaching yeah you know and then yeah. it's, it's almost like 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 you can you can feel quest of like super psyched to explain it on twitter <laughs> later <laughs> that night like those to me are are like peak walk-ons he really i mean he really like sh- you know shot his shot um when he did what was her name the um 
the Republican. Oh, Michelle oh, Bachman. Yes. Michelle Bachman. <laughs> like years before, like Trump goes on Fallon. Like yeah. he just imagine what he could have done if he was able to like get by the NBC. If, they, suits. if, if Trump goes on now, they're going to have to do Ray Schrimmer. They they did. Oh, now yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm surprised or they, they would or, do or like Chris Mac Cross Mac or Miller. Make it, make it say yeah. Trump. Trump. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's huge. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's huge. I feel like they would do uh, Chris Brown's wall to wall. Because oh, the he wall. would have the wall. Very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Oh, okay, okay. That was a thinker. That was a thinker. <laughs> the biggest, nicest wall with the biggest door to let people in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They want to build that wall. Here's my transition. Ready? Okay. They want to build. See how that, this works. They want to build that wall to stop um, illegal immigrants, obviously, but also uh, the drug trade. They want to slow down drug trade. Narcos. We were at Fool's Gold. Wow. Here we go. Wow. We were at Fool's Gold backstage. And Fabulous came through, right? Oh, I can I can finish this story yes, actually. You can. <laughs> but um, okay, so Eric and I are standing there, and about thirty feet away, Fabulous is like sort of he's he's backstage, and it's him, and he's surrounded at all times by like five security people, otherwise known as like sentries. Street Fam. Yeah, that's, that's his guy. Street Fam, and they're like, did, 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 did. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they're just standing there, and I turn to Eric, I'm like. Fab keeps looking at us, and I don't know why. I'm just like, he probably remembers us from meeting us a couple times. And I'm like, there's no chance, you know, like, he meets, like, a million people, and we're, like, in the way of the stage. And so, obviously, he's just looking at the stage or something. And so, it's been, like, two minutes of him staring at us, and then finally, the entire pack moves towards us and envelops us. (laughs) So, now we're inside the circle, which is meant to, like, keep other people out, which... We would think would be us. And but. we were ready to get out of the way, by the way, because like, he starts moving towards the stage. We're just like, oh, he wants to get on stage. Sure. But they surround us, and so he immediately is just like, what's going on, guys? He just wanted to talk, and then he's like, you guys been watching Narcos? And we got into a conversation about <laughs> Narcos with Fab. For like half an hour. It was crazy. And, Karen, this is where you can jump in. Okay, so <laughs> I, you know, when, so... Oh, so to to anybody who who hasn't figured it out yet, Nick and I are are we, we're dating, we're living together. I love him because you're the best. After four months, you guys share a Casper mattress. <laughs> we yeah. do share a Casper mattress. Um, we've been friends for a very very long time before mm-hmm. that. Um, so it wasn't you know it wasn't like weird when we moved <laughs> in like four months. Um, and you know so at the day off, at the day off events, like Nick is is working. I totally get and respect that so i'm you know left to my own devices which is fine because i'm an adult <laughs> um, and so i you know i had gone some you know bathroom get food whatever and i was like looking around for friends and i see jeff and i see eric and i see them talking to i just see them talking to a dude and i just see the dude from the back um and so i'm and i and our friend uh phil chang is standing uh sort of next to them as well so i'm like oh cool friends and i just beeline it to them and just get body checked and i was like what what just what happened and and so these giant guys were like go around and i'm like no i'm trying to get to my friends and they're like you go around and i'm like i'm just like no i'm going to my friends and i try and push through and they body check me again and i i was like super shaken up like i was kind of fucked up about it for like an hour or two and then and so i'm just like okay and then i just see jeff eric and phil their eyes just get super big and i was like i'm gonna go around i guess like what the fuck and so i go and then i see they're talking to fab and i'm like why couldn't i have just gone to see my friends i was like so upset and phil's like are you okay and i'm like i don't 
understand why any of that happened. <laughs> Your hair matched his New York Knicks jersey, by the way. So really, it's tr- it's true. If we if we had any poll with Street Fam, we would have been able to bring you inside the circle. Well, you know, I mean, now I understand. I I will say though, I um in a very stars they're just like us kind of a moment. Uh, there was a an article like a a little blurb internet thing about how Jessica Alba was body checked by Kylie Jenner's security guards. Really? When, like, Jessica apparently went to go talk to her and Kylie sent her some flowers. Wow. Where are my flowers, <laughs> Fab? Fab? Oh, man. Um, can we talk about uh, security at, at Fool's Gold from a couple of years ago? Oh, when we had Zulu oh, Nation? Yes. Zulu, Zulu Nation. Nation. Oh, that was, ama- that was legendary. Because I know, Karen, you had problems even like leaving and coming back, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you couldn't. Yeah, I said, yeah, like, I yeah, yeah, you can't do Oh, no, they, I, I mean... And you're like, do you understand who's running this festival? And they were like, we don't care. Yeah, they did not care. I, I, and I'm not for one the, of the... For the record, <laughs> I, I, I will say that I am always down for security who are more invested in their job than less I agree. invested. Oh, totally agree. Very it is. It is clearly... Narc. A, 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 <laughs> no, it is clearly a role where, where, where there are gradients. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Levels even, um, yeah, yeah, like but, Meek Mill. Who, but but yeah. uh, you know the the thing about the the year that we had Zulu Nation is that like they were like super. I wouldn't say aggro because there's connotations to that. Like they were just like very very about their yeah, shit. Sure. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And, yeah. and, very and the crazy thing was is that later in 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 the show, Q-Tip showed up. Like just to come hang out and, and with the Zulu. He, well, no, 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 no. He oh, just came. He, he wanted. Wanna... He wanted to come to the Fool's Gold show. Oh, that's and so dope. he gets there and he just kind of makes a beeline for a track. And he's like, "Yo, I didn't know you hired my dudes." <laughs> and then he's like, "I, I wish you would have just told me because like I could have just broke it down for them. Like you know, at the beginning of the day, like no, that's all right. It's all right." Yeah. And so like, I, I think he actually did defuse some kind of situation that was happening between the security and like somebody's entourage at that wow. time because by the end of the, of the night like the backstage is is just swamped sure. yeah. with people yeah. and you know for the most part it's like I, I i i'm psyched that you know the sort of crowd that we cultivate both in terms of audience and just our friends yeah like we're not knuckleheads for you know yeah. for the most part like i not- do get my wallet checked a couple of times yeah just I know, in but- case i had a razor blade yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody's doing their job but, no uh, meanwhile it was in eric's cheek i know <laughs> if they only knew so about this year you know you put on like this you know amazing show and then you know, all of the news is sort of like Meek Mill yells at guy with Drake sign. Yeah, and it's like, yes, that is something that happened. But <laughs> is, is it the most interesting thing about it? Like a lot. It, no, it's, it's certainly Fab not. talking to us about Narcos, and then, <laughs> and then me getting Wait, body checked. I know, yeah. so, so, so Fab with Narcos is—is is he a fan? Was he hung up loved on it. this? Loved sort? it. Okay, loved it. Loved it. So you're going to Paris when? Uh, uh, well, I'm telling everybody that I'm leaving Wednesday morning, but I'm leaving Wednesday night. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. Think Actually, I, mm-hmm. if people really, if people were veterans of flying to Paris, they would know that you really don't take off in the morning. You fly at night so you can be awake when, right? So they would oh, yeah, know. Yeah. They would see right through your, it's your okay, story. It's okay. Listen, they don't gotta know. They don't gotta know. <laughs> I yeah. This this I've been very fortunate over the last. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, any anytime you get to live your life as a professional bedazzler, you're pretty fortunate. You know, it's amazing. Um, I also, by the way, for people that don't know, I have a. a an independent luxury eyewear line and I'm kind of responsible for starting a lot of trends. I'm very important. Um, and (laughs) I'm nodding my head right now. (laughs) Thank you. you. Um, but yeah, I've, I've recently taken on, um, a pretty awesome new client. Uh, and there's just been a lot of really, 
really intense, fast work with, with this person. And because they're filming a video on the 5th and I leave on the 30th, there's just sort of a lot of pushing these things through in addition to just like other people that are like, wait, you're going out of town. I need this before you leave. Yeah. So um, just real quick. Um, I just want to run down some names that you've worked with. We can do um, that. Uh, Lady Gaga. Yep. Katy Perry. Yep. Rihanna. Rihanna. Yep. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Yep. Um, R. Kelly. Yep. Harry um, Hilton. Yep. Yeah, just like it's oh, the real a whole. Yep. That's true. Yes, that's right. You guys finally took me up on my <laughs> offer to loan you some stuff. It was well. Don't don't you ever feel like when people offer things, it's sort of just like, like I don't know. You're you're a legitimate, you know, business. We're us, and it's sort of just like, do we really like count? That's that's honestly no. I've and I've, I know we're friends, but like there no, is that whole. I I mean I think that we're we're nebbish Jews with shitty self esteem, so that's just the nature. That's just the that's nature of the game. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's gonna be my next AKA. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, you guys brought a, a don't panic mask to we, her studio. We did. Yeah, that, it, don't that's panic still mask. there, by the way. Ah, uh, that was the greatest thing that Interscope Records ever did, but didn't have anything in you. You, know, you fanuted that scenario. We did. Yes. We did. Yes. We did. <laughs> yeah. If people don't know, like the, basically Interscope. Uh, had some campaign where they were like, all right, we're going to send uh, hockey masks that say don't panic on them for French Montana single. They're Just like say, their music video. They're like Jabberwocky's masks. They're Jabberwocky's yeah, 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 they are. Yeah, sure. They're yeah, like yeah. the kind of thing that you could rock to like one of those like eyes wide shut. Like, <laughs> or what's it called? The, um, or the or Bedazzle it's, it's, or, or Kelly. Pur- yeah, yeah, or The Purge. Yeah, you know? sure. By the way, Purge, just, just to sidetrack for a second, that – just doesn't make sense to me, right? There's wow, what a brave stance. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the whole thing with the Purge movies, that is the Make America Great Again hat <laughs> in in escapist entertainment form. Go on. Like, like the whole reason why those movies exist yeah. is to just tap into this well of just sort of like unfounded – Yeah, just yeah. people's fear that shit is changing and it's they have no control over it and it's bad for them. You know wow. Okay, I mean? so this like, is going to come off crazy. I, we obviously haven't seen Star Wars. That was last week's episode. Yeah. We By also, the way, neither have I. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we high-fives. We yeah. high-fives. Um, but I also have not seen any of the Purge movies. No, I mean, yeah. you, you've seen the commercial. Yep. You, yeah. You, you get the gist of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's like people have this crazy fe- – and uh, honestly, like dead ass, I think that that's why zombie shit is popping too. Right now, like, because of like, the purge. Like, no, no, no. The the, oh. the popularity of stuff like Walking Dead. Mm. I, I I feel like you can psychoanalyze the appeal of that and the appeal of Trump to Trump supporters and find a lot of overlap in that Venn diagram. I think people just love Celebrity Apprentice. The reality, <laughs> no, but, but but the reality is is that like our post racial future is going to be like Fast and the Furious. Like it's going to be awesome. There's going to be Vin Diesel and cars. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Ja Rule, Jin. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like like that is the Oh, did you guys see that Fast and Furious positive. is going to be dying? What? I mean, like, it, this, this might be the last one. How could there's, that be? No, Vin Diesel says there's going to be three more. He says Furious 10 is going to be the last one. That's it? Yeah. I thought that That's that this it? That's so, 10 so of them! I know, so right now, so right now in, 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 in the Furious verse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's being rumored that the Diesel will direct eight. Wow. Yeah, but the rumor oh, is that so they don't ready. want him to direct it, and that's why they would kill the series. Yeah. I think they need to just let him do it, dude. I don't know. No, you know. Have... Okay, Vin Vin Diesel. I, I mean, what what's the what movie? What's the movie where he wears the prosthetic? He wears Saving what? Private Ryan. No, no. the <laughs> one where he he's like he he's like a lawyer of some sort. He played a lawyer. Yeah, he, like he, caveman lawyer. The Diesel <laughs> contains multitudes. Okay. 
I'm I'm not gonna write him off. I'm, oh wait, I'm, no, you're not. No, Boiler Room. He doesn't have a prosthetic. He's boiler fire room. in Boiler Room. Everybody everything is in, fire. Everything, everything in Boiler Room is amazing. No, by the lawyer, by the way, yeah. excellent soundtrack. Before <laughs> I before I, my first actual job was working uh, building computers at a brokerage firm in the same building as the stock exchange, and I. Uh, you I, lived Boiler Room. I lived Boiler. Yeah. I, well, the uh, the office that my 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 grandfather on my mom's side and my father worked at this brokerage firm my grandfather passed a few months ago but he basically worked there until the this this smaller firm merged with a larger one and in his like mid 80s he was like i don't really have a job anymore and i'm only going in two days a week whoa um but I, when they moved into their new office um my sister and i uh, my dad hired my sister and i because we were small we my sister was like 12 and i was like 14 Hmm. um we were small enough to fit under the floorboards to wire the computers (laughs) and it was and still when i go now it looks like boiler room it's everything is white there are whiteboards everywhere tiny cubicles lots of date rape slacks like oh god yeah so date rape slacks yeah yes Uh, at macy's now yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah hi sharks So yeah, that was I, I worked and I, I worked I worked at that with those guys for uh, I worked on the arbitrage desk. I used to write tickets. I had to teach a number of guys how to delete porn off their computer desktops. You couldn't get further away from you know what you did then to what you do now. That is that is true. <laughs> that is true. I definitely I worked at the, I, I worked at the arbitrage desk when I had rainbow hair too. The dudes the dudes were very cool. With it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually I wound up making out with one of the guys that I worked with many years later. Is this is this the one who led you to a Casper mattress? No, 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 no. <laughs> different guy, different no, guy. Right. Shouts to Casper. Um, Sorry, Nick. Nick, Nick Catchdubs, <laughs> Karen Rose Gold. Thanks, you guys, for being here. Um, and let's do this again. Thank you yeah. for having us. Yeah. Thank you for cooking. Oh, yes, our, yeah. Our thank pleasure, you for honestly. feeding us. Yeah. Free dinners <laughs> in the house. Now there is